Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the very latest edition of the Premier View Tipperary GAA podcast. Don't forget to give us a follow if you haven't done so already on Twitter. We are at Premier View Pod. On Facebook, our page is the Premier View Podcast and on Instagram, where we are Premier View Podcast. We have up-to-the-minute news on all things Tip GAA across all our socials, plus the odd giveaway so don't miss out. If you're a Spotify listener, don't forget to hit follow and also hit the bell so that you never miss a podcast episode. Hello and welcome to the Premier League podcast episode number 118. It's county final review time at the Premier Review Towers and also we have a bonus edition of a preview of the upcoming county final replay between Kiladangan and Tarlis Arches. But where else could we start? They were top of our power rankings all summer and they finally got the better of a 125-minute arm wrestle with Sarge's second team. So well done to Lara. The Premier Intermediate Champions 2023 it was, geez, it was attritional stuff there on uh, at the weekend, Sean. You're you're absolutely sickened, but Laura just picked you at the post there by a point. Yeah, um, Laura is say we're the pretty better team. Quick out of the blocks, scored the goals, but looking back is something you seek to lose by a point. It's just you know it's seeking to come from seven down to lead by a point with. Five minutes to go, and then being scored the rest of the game. Then, um, when usually we do finish strong the game to take our senior team and our senior B team, it's the last 10 minutes where we lead on, but we just couldn't get the equalizing score. We tried everything, it was just not to be. Um, like we step, we can see the one one in the first minute and a half. Keen Hogan mm, goal, that was the um, difference. yeah, and Keen Hogan was lethal. There, he got one three. Bonner was a handful. Um, you, he's a way of just winning the ball, winning rocks. He's clever. Like we two lads on the time as well. Um but what he finally only got he got the goal, like, you know, but like what else he set up around that was phenomenal. Like he was like if you look out I don't like it's unreal to be fair to him. Um but we kind of got the groups and then the more the game went on and when we were kind of seven down, 
with about kind of as a 20 minutes into the game, we just started tipping all our points, do, do well, work the ball through the lines, take scores. Jack Lanigan was exceptional, even though he was literally carrying injury and he even at the end of the game trying to freeze, he wasn't able, like, you know, and he took him off there then we had to, along with Lewis and my cat as well, whose hamstring went to was another pivotal force there during the game. But our lads gave everything like I standing on that bank there or seven down. But like all the Sarah supporters knew these teams will still have a chance and by God they gave the chance. But the thing is not scoring the goal, just come game for a goal. Like, Laura got two. Yeah, Laura got two. They could add more. Fierce mm-hmm. came back and played very well in goals. The start second half was a blitz there of five or ten minutes where the goal balls and bombarded towards the goals and he hit everything bad net like for time there. Um but Laura like they always felt they could get their score at the end and they got a soft free. We won't talk about them. Um, then they got another win to score after that, then to go one up and that would kinda of held out. Mikey Ryan came on, had a few chances, possibly sixty five, but what's to say it was, we don't know, but just absolutely sick and to be honest after kind of I've yet to watch it back fully and see exactly the ins and outs, but maybe that's a memory of it on here. Yeah, I thought you know, I thought even going to ex- ex- extra time there, I think it was Laura hit hit the post cup, you know, just off the, off the bar with a geez, about minute left, like here we go again. But Sarah's just couldn't manufacture that chance to to draw a level this time round. Yeah, and I would have been calm if I'm not confident, but I would like to get extra time because I felt we maybe had another bust in us. Um, like Laura, many weeks in a row there going like the third or four week in a row, like playing, like, you know, the pitch was getting heavy, which was very soft afterwards. Like, we were kind of springing lads back on the feed time. Eric came off, came on. We'd subs there. Mike Ross came on. We had legs, but we just couldn't get that winning score. Silent chance at the end to put it over. Like, it's kind of, we have to go first. Goes over here here if we miss it, you know, people are saying why to go from but you know, there's our gifts and buts, but to fair like to get this far and that with our second team, but it's unreal for that team. And know, that's like coming down the stretch, the discipline off Laura as well was excellent. You know, we no did kind of foul, like... yeah, Jack Lanning, the only one foul we got was a free in even before that with and Jack hit wide, but like other than that, and that free is only given because he could have given a free earlier, say so that might be given, but like, even in the corner there, Laura didn't foul us for any chance to notice that, right? Like, Mikey Bryan had to turn back inside. They weren't letting him turn out. You know, so his shots were from an angle of 30, 14 yards out. So it's difficult. But, like, Laura didn't do and then create chances. Like, they did scoring power over the field, like Laura, like Laura been doing all season. Um, Like, 40 on the freeze. The one thing is, they're okay in a short-term freeze, but long-range freeze, again, they missed a couple of them in the game as well. And it's kind of the same in the first game. But... Like McIntyre, Banner, um, who else is there? Two McIntyres, Brian and Owen, oh, I think got two points each. No, he hung a man. Yeah, Brian Hogan coming back in from as well. Yeah. Um, but, but it's kind of hard to know where you can play Brian Hogan. He's like, they're trying to play him wing back at start, and we push maybe as a Harry on him. I think, and Harry got a few scores off him early on and caused him off trouble because he made towards short puckers to him. You know, so it's an awkward position. Where do you play him? I. If Bonner wasn't there, you would have really thrown him in maybe into the forward lane. But with Bonner there, yeah, he, he nearly finished the corner back there for a finish. Yeah, he couldn't he get was, it out yeah, of it like, or whatever. No, to but, but Laura, you the seed after the game, they're celebrating their label. Our lads were sick and it. Exactly. And look, you know, they go on to Munster now as well. So it'd be interesting to see how the Tipperary teams do in the, the tiered Munster competitions now, as you know, as we kind of uh, have, have redone our. Our top sixteen, and it's the the seventeenth best team in Tipperary. If you like going forward to Munster rather than the intermediate winners, which yeah. might which might have been our thirty thirty. So you, if in the over the medium turn, that makes a 
a difference there. So very, very best of luck to Laura. As I said, you know, they transformed themselves a bit. They were free scoring throughout the summer. And we, you know, there's a there's a podcast clip going around maybe of, I think it was my good self question whether they'd, whether they'd win it or, you know, with the with the bit of a leaky defence. But Jesus, yeah, I was, I was watching, you know, like the replay and, the, you know, even the county final as well, they really tightened up. And fair play to them, like definitely. Yeah, don't think we don't think we had a shot and goals in the first half. Liam McCormick could clean through and pull down like like he'd have to do. He would have done the same. You look hard, but on that, I can't remember any major shot. You know, it kept us tight, kept us out. But then they helped us. We did score points in the game, but these games like goal. If we get goal in that second half, there we knew, but just couldn't. We just couldn't get same in the first day as well. Like. So Laura won't be playing Seamus O'Reilly next year. A team that will be is Upper Church. And you probably wouldn't have said that at the start of the year. Um, they lost another very close uh, relegation final uh, to Brackens. So a bit of a we'll come to the Brackens, the football final as well. So a bit of a bit of a mixed bag for Brackens over the last while, but they retained their senior status. Um, you know, they had to do this the hard way, Stephen. That you know, man man down for what was it, 40 minutes of the game? Yeah. Um you know, um, and totally deserve now the the win. You know, man down. They didn't just fluke the win. You know, dig it out. Um, I loathe to use the word bottle, but Upper Church butchered that game. They really butchered it. They had an extra man for the majority of the game, and they played right into J.K. Bracken's hands. You know, they 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 finished the first half kind of stronger and looked like you know if they worked the ball through the lines here. Uh, could be a long afternoon for JK. No, they had an extra man and they tried to rose out everything. If they puck the ball short, the lad who received the ball tried to puck it as far as he could. And it just, it suited the, it, you know, backs want a war. They don't want to be running all over the field with a fella. They want a physical battle where where it's just shoulder on shoulder, man on man. And they played into the, in their hands. And then on the other end of the field, the, the, the movement of the JK lads, uh, you know, Linda Fairbrother and um, say so his name for me. So sorry, I can't think of his Ormond, name. But Ormond, Ormond, yeah, they were they, they were excellent. There, there some there were outlets and Fairbrother on the freeze. He was hitting them over for everywhere. He was ex- um, on the freeze. Excellent, and and they they took command of the game in the second half. And it was if you know if you were late to the game, he was asking who has the extra man here. You know, and it's it's one of them. It's one of them ones that will haunt. That that could haunt Upper Church for a long, long time because they did everything in their favour, you know. Um, they did win the all. Them, I think you said at the time that chance at the in the death of the first half. They, I think they would have went seven up. It was a great save by the Brackens keeper, but that will talk about the momentum shift and that just oh, absolutely Brackens going in. It's a great save. And, he should have and, and and that's that's it. Like lads, don't realize the importance of the momentum at a certain time because. Not only does it give you a lift if you score, put your seven points out, it, you know, your confidence danders through the roof. You feel like you can do anything. But for the opposition to concede that and down a man, you're like you you feel like it's the you know, the minutes take away like seconds. You know, it feels like if you're seven points down, it feels like you're ten points down. And it feels like you're playing uphill. And that save, that save was, you know, it it, it was huge in, in the grand scheme of things because I think had that went in there would have been no way back for, for Brackens. And look, but, you know, I have to say as well, as that was a very soft sending off in my book. You absolutely. Know, because although you can say it now or whatever, no, didn't cost Brackens a game, but geez. Well, it wasn't sending off. Never. No. Yeah. I, not in a million years, I think. 
if, between um, both linesmen and ref, the water kind of sense realized, right? What do you see? What I see? There was not any yeah. Yeah, I think I think it wasn't the only soft sending off that weekend. No, no. in the media game as well. But two for look, it's 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 creeping into the game, you know. And as a neutral watching it, yeah, it it's it's it um it disgusts you. You don't want to see it. Diamonds creeping into GA if it's after creeping in, but it's definitely in there. Like not talking about just this game, but you do see the lads take you do you do that's getting a contact or a touch and going down like a sack of spuds. Yeah, and, and I try to put myself in the player's position. No, I, I I never took a dive like that. I'm 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 glad I'm glad to say how not even the goals, no? No, <laughs> I never That's got the problem. It was the problem actually. But like going down going down soft to get a man sent off, I've never did it. But if you're in a situation in a must win, you you you've heard the saying by hook or by crook, and as a player if I if I avail of a soft sending off, I'm not going to lament it. I'm not going to say, ah, you're you're unlucky. You shouldn't send them off. So, look, I kind of understand where a player is coming from when when he when when he has an opportunity to go down. I don't think I don't think he should give anyone an opportunity to go down, even if it's if it's a sharp turn into a fella. Now, I don't I don't think it was a sending off at all. I don't even think he touched him. Um. Seemingly, it was the linesman call mm. who I think is an excellent ref. They just got caught at this time, and it was a, it was a wrong. Now, thankfully, it didn't have an overall effect. The game, the, the effect on the game, it might have had was a negative effect to Upper Church's attitude. Like, to be honest, like yeah, as it, as it turned out, I think they, did they only get two or three points in the second half. Like that's all. You know? Very low scoring in the second half. Like Brackens has said, it it rallied them. Yeah, yeah, and look. Jeez, I I was in the game there one in a South semi final a few years ago where a man got sent off in before the first before the end of the half and walking out the gate and I heard pe- people on the sidelines say game is over, you know so like it creeps into players you know does it, it takes the edge off a small but they're in the dressing room you're thinking geez we have an extra man here now you know we're ne- we're, we're nearly home and host and that's the biggest mistake you can make when you have an extra man. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. But as I said, you know, Upper Church probably abandoned their game plan a bit or certainly looked that way. And, you know, they just couldn't buy a score in that second half when they when they needed to set themselves. Bracken's got the momentum and were, you know, they were they were three points up then at one stage that second half and went, went back to one point. But, you know, definitely worthy winners. Stephen, on to you again. The, the junior intermediate then on the the, the Sunday, the last Sunday week. Um <laughs> Probably, you know, an all right final, I suppose. We Golden were underdogs there. They came on the crest of a wave, but again, Borland probably had that bit stronger form throughout the championship and uh, ran out, you know, easy enough winners, albeit with the benefit of a couple of extra men for a finish. Yeah, I, I, I suppose deserve winners, easy enough winners, but they probably had a shaky part there where they're look when the result comes in and you win, you don't care, but. It's something they probably have to address going forward. They took the foot off the gas when they were up a man, and uh, you know they made hard work of it until the second sending off. Um, again another one, another harsh enough red card. Um, half dive, as, I call it there now. Or yeah, yeah. Let, look, let's call it as it was. a dive and a soft red. Probably wasn't the rate, but look, golden evade a bit. But look, they got it lucky there in the, in the semi final when it came to red cards. The opposite opposition man got one. They didn't when probably both deserved it. So, look, 
luck comes and swings and roundabouts. So, yeah, it was a poor enough foul game. I think, unfortunately for Golden, their county final probably came in the semi-final and it was, you know, there was a, a little bit of a late surge, a little bit of rider overs when they were down a man. You know, a lot of ball went through Leamy and, you know, coming long distance for freeze and things like that. But, um, yeah, it was there was only going to be one winner from the outset in Borland and, um, you know, thoroughly deserved. They were probably one of the favourites from the start of the year and, you know, being the favourites comes with the pressure itself. Um, you know, so, and look, they, they, they got a few new boys in, they settled them in, they bedded them well, so, and probably had a lot of information on Golden as well, no matter what anyone says. You know, they, there's no way they did it. The man wasn't tapped up for information, but look, deserved winners. And uh, I wouldn't think anyone would mm. say they probably don't they, they don't deserve to be intermediate champions. And yeah, I don't, I was only watching, I was only watching that before our game on the club, I know, but like, I just like with 10 to go, there's only four in that extra second sent enough. I just, Orlandis couldn't finish him off, I thought, there, mm-hmm. but then yeah. they off, they finished off. Like, mm-hmm. considering goal, like, I think Jack Lee scored everything by a point, didn't he, for Golden. But still, Borlan were still needed that little push at the end. I know mm-hmm. there are four points comfortable in hurling, like we conceded one man in a minute there the other night. It's like, no, it's a chick game, it's going to swing. But we have mentioned Borlan and this, and I said after a victory in the middle, I kind of said they want him. And you know, they've fairly won and fairly bet, you know, they've bet who they had to beat and go in their surprise package. Like the Golden lads were nearly in relegation, then in the county final, they're in dreamland. but no. Yeah, you see it. Um, it's an important day, or was an important day for Borland because you could see it from the interviews and stuff. After they don't see themselves as an intermediate club, and I don't think that's any disrespect to the intermediate clubs. You know, when they see like you know they were the '96 team were going out being celebrated there, they do this see as a very they do see this championship as an important step in them kind of building building their way back up to scenery, back up to Dan Breen. So you know they're yeah as Stephen said like you know they they've strengthened with a with a few players there now they have a solid underage setup as well, so but like they are into a bear pit of a championship next year now in the shame sorry mm-hmm. and like so it'll be interesting to see how they get on. Yeah, and it just just to go back to when 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 as Sean said there were four points ahead before the second sending off and they were they 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 weren't they just it it was kind of a. A humdrum kind of a situation, you know. They, they weren't kicking on. They were kind of struggling. That's something they're going to have to work on now because the standard when they go up there is going to be a lot higher. You won't be allowed to give teams ten or fifteen minutes to get a foothold in the game, or you know, some teams now at that level, especially, they hit a purple patch there and they could blow you out of the water. That's so now. Look, they'll say we'll worry about that going into the new season and preseason. We'll work on that. We had a job to do this year, and they did it. And you know, congratulations to them. Fair play. Yeah, absolutely. Be interested to see how they get on, and I suppose they'll be replaced in intermediate by Clenalty's second team. So you know they've been knocking, they've been knocking around the kind of junior a county semi final county county final county quarter final kind of scene for a while, and they find they finally broke through there. Some you know great moments. Declan Ryan, I think, his son he was managing, and his son son was playing as well. Great interview with um. the the man of the match there. Can't think of his name. So it looked like a club, you know, that's re- really together. Absolutely, yeah, and um, they've been knocking around. The, they've they must have about fourteen West yeah, Junior A's in a row. There now it is. Excellent, and a very good team. We played them by ourselves in two thousand and nineteen, and right home dinger up in Bancher. So they like, you know, 
they've been they've been through a lot now the last couple of years and and they've a, a fantastic group of adult players that that just keep coming back keep working and you know to to get up that extra level now at intermediate level that's going to make their whole club even better you know and uh, as, as Sean will tell you they've two teams Sean Sean Sarsfield is a senior and premier intermediate and that only makes everyone better so the higher up the grade their second team is the better they'll be again absolutely on to the big one lads this this weekend um the, the replay Sean how, how are the nerves yeah, it's been long weeks now with first two draws and then losing that weekend and now face into another game it's a great addition to be in to take that not away but... TG Carter again on Sunday isn't it yeah TG Carter 3 o'clock just a, just a bit of fear it's just I don't know hard to put in words but I think like last day looking back at it looked like a few times like there's chances and take um, like Willie's point in there's a wonder score Jesus Christ yeah, usually we might get a chance to even get a winner after that we not kind of broke our way um it was a great game, like the intensity from both teams, the fitness. It looked like watching back and tell you, it looked like county finals, so to speak. You know, there was both teams looked like they had the pace to score, and like there wasn't many goal chances, but yet the finish from out field is exceptional. Like that just doesn't happen overnight. Like, you know, their proper sharpshoot was there on both teams, but this Sunday, hopefully, whether it's Friday weekend, because like, you know, it's on to tell you again, that shows that. They could have picked me out of Kenny County find that's on this Sunday, isn't it? As well, it is, yeah, yeah. yeah so, yeah, that's Sunday. Before showing a trip one again over in Limerick on Saturday night, so well, people must have said something about it, but we probably line up with the same team again, I presume. Um, hard probably will, like, you know, like one of the changes, Shawnee Wachler came on, did play well again, no, so he's one player that either start or come on, and he always gives introduction, induction there, and that go a chance again. If we got in for a few go a chance at times. The right pass, the right one time. Pass, the right, one, yeah. one pass away. Paddy Creedon was very dangerous in there, but just couldn't click, you know, like yeah. to, to get everything. And their goal then came from a break down from the middle, you know, kind of against it again at the time where kind of maybe in the second half, getting on top. That's how clinical goals are. So if anything, it'll be goals by our team, but hopefully it'll be a humdinger again and hopefully my voice will be gone come not this time next week or maybe. Week after, we go live. Round. We might, we might go be going live to Tardis <laughs> on a Monday morning. Stephen, your thoughts on the the first game as well? It was nip and talk, wasn't it? I don't think Kildangan ever got ahead in the game. Oh, yeah. open the correction on that. Um, but it was all a start. They just couldn't shake him off. Yeah, I, I won't correct you on that either because I don't. <laughs> it's 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 hard to follow the score when the match was so good. Um, I thought it was. Honestly, I thought it was the next game. Harlan, you know, had physicality, the fit, the. the 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Pace, the intensity, stick work, and hurling, and what I maybe maybe I was looking for it, but what I found brilliant in that match was there was an awful lot of high feeling. We're 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 giving out down the years in Tipperary that we don't have enough high feelers. Yeah, I thought I thought the high feeling was exceptional at times in, in the game, um, and we had a couple of weeks ago. I think it was was it the quarterfinals or semi-finals? They were on telly, um drum and SARS and we thought Jesus this is going to be the one to show the whole of the country how good tip championship is and it was a it was a it was a damn squib but this match was on telly and and the whole of country see how good the Tipperary championship is and I thought it was an excellent advertisement for uh for Hurland. It, you know it, it was exceptional and that went that that drawn point from Willie O'Connor you know Willie O'Connor Willie Connors was excellent, you know, like, but there, there was so many brilliant uh, individual displays on show within the collective of the team, you know, how hard they work for each other. Like, no just ridiculous, stupid Hail Marys up in the sky and hope for, hope for the best. There was a design to both teams' way of playing and there was an execution to it. I know we kind of ended up with deep line sixes and Willie O'Connor, you could say, probably came in, you know, uh, when he came in there, could just drop back to it. But I don't think any of the two teams went out to play a, um, a default sweeper. You know, they went at it. They had, there were some scores from all over the field, you know. And I think um, I think it was, if we can get half as good a game the next day, we're in for a treat. As I was watching it there, like, you know, you'd actually realise how good some of these guys are. And, you know, Kildangan in particular... Maybe didn't work out for a few of them at county level, you know, like like so maybe Billy Seymour and and the the Flynn's Allen and Paul Flins as well. Jesus, excellent hurlers, like the heartbeat of that team as well. I think it was a Paul got one three or something Paul like got that. one three. Ellen mm-hmm. got I think a point, but Dave, I think they had low scores all the feet. Just two things, like they're they're fantastic hurlers at club level, and um, they always put it in and him play them. The main last stand up Flynn O'Mara, you know Gallagher as well. Like he's had to do week in week out and. They could, and if they want to move an off date, they haven't really slot in, you know. Um, and just, yeah, and even in that game, I think it was, was 11 times were 11? The draw 10 11 times that game as well. Like, so that kind of showed how nip and tuck it was. It was point here, point there. But it, as, as Stephen said there, it was score, it was both teams didn't go out to play like the sweeper and the style, but then it kind of set up for a tactical game. It was in taking our scores and having to work a score. It wasn't the case of, Get a ball and corner back and hoof as long as he can, you know, to find a forward running. So fitness levels had to be impeccable in to keep up that kind of game for both teams throughout. Yeah, and the fitness levels showed right to the end of the game. Like there was no you're watching that game and like an intercounty game, you're not looking at two teams getting tired the last 10 minutes. It's just the intensity was from the minute go from the first whistle to the last whistle. And it was just it's a credit to both sets of players and management. To be in that kind of condition, you know, at club level, it, it it's it, it was fantastic, and um, you know, a lot of 
as I said, it might the, the county scene mightn't have worked out for the Flins and things, but these they are fantastic hurlers at club level. Where look, county level has probably gone to six foot four monsters who no, don't necessarily need to puck the ball. I don't know the Limerick midfielder will uh, will Adonio ever puck the ball in in a an inter county level. You know, so they've gone to big athletes nowadays. But these lads are just fantastic hurlers, and very happy to see Billy Seymour probably after a, maybe a slow start we could say to really really mm. you know to the fore and the same with young Hayes like we're looking at these lads and we're thinking are they are, are they going to are, are they going to make the step up are they going to fulfill their potential and play senior hurling for Tipperary and when you're performing like and same with the wing back I, I'm not too sure I can't think of his name is slipping me now he'd red helmet for Killadangan I thought he was at number seven I thought he had an excellent game for Killadangan and you know like all all the stars the stars lads the lads that you expect to do the business are doing the business and i can't think of it was one of the mccormicks he got a really really bad pass right in front of the goals hit hit to the ground right in front of him but the quickness in how he snapped and recovered the ball was you're looking at that and you're thinking we're we're in real good fettle here in Tipperary if that's the stand if if those lads are setting the standard for us this year this at club level So, so it'll be, I think it'll be another it'll be another tight game on um Sunday. Stephen, call it for me. It's um we know we know what Sean's going to say, but for me maybe there's a bit more improvement in Kildangan, but uh I don't I don't want to rock the boat too much. <laughs> well, I'm going to. Do you know, don't do replays. <laughs> but they'll have to start doing them. <laughs> um, no, I'm going to I'm going to give I'm going to give it to to Sarsfield. the familiarity. The familiarity with Simple Stadium down the years, I think the weight of expectation on on a Sarsfields player, you know, every year, even even when even through the the, the quieter years, is huge. So I think they'll probably deal with the semi final a little bit better. Now that could be complete bullshit as well. So, but I'm going to give this a slight nod to Sarsfields. No problem, Sean. I I won't put you under pressure Sarah, there. Sarah's and just... <laughs> be great the winners play Clonlara now in Clare isn't it Clare Champions it's a home yeah I think it's a home yeah. fixture two weeks time yeah so look, that's winnable you know there's a few sharks mm-hmm. in Munster as well it would be good I suppose it validate the championship that bit extra if a tip team could go and kind of compete well in Munster as well so I look you see as you said the Limerick final is on in the Pierce and Patrick Swell um, you know that's on. I think Saturday evening. Oh, or TV well, yeah, sorry. Yeah, so that's from with the Robbie, isn't it? I think. Is oh, is that? Yeah, yeah, sure. That ended a few weeks ago. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you know. So look, Waterford's done a few months at this stage now. You know, with Bathy Gunner and and Cork Cork has done last week as well. So I mean, the the club scene is you know we do say split season all, but like. It is October, like a lot of it does, kind of, you know, mid-October, a lot of clubs are finished and stuff. So, and you know, it does leave a bit of space for the under-21, which is kicking off on all their lovely 4G pitches around the county at the moment. So, and the hearty games as well. Yeah, but now go yeah. for me together, get a few pitches up, I say. Yeah, the, lads on the, the lads on the socials are, are kind of fishing for a, a Connacht-style dome and all. So, you know, why, why stop there? I think Clonmel would be a great location, lads. You know, county town. I, I, I look. I agree with you. I know we're, we're joking, but I said this a few years ago, and um, 
and 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 the forum there. We need two centres in, in Tipperary. We need one for the north half of the county and one for the south half of the county. Um, you could just see the success of look. I know they had the horse money funding, but the success of Feathertown Park has been unbelievable, and the facilities there are just incredible. We're in a stage now where even in the summer, probably have our worst summer in a long, long time, and you know the fe- the fields are taking a battering. There's so much work now going into the grounds, into into people's feet, into clubs' fields and the grounds and the money raised from. You know, clubs are not willing now to let the fields get all dug up and be destroyed and with months and months and months of recovery. And you don't blame them either. It's getting harder and harder to play games, especially with the amount of games that are on with all through all the, the, the age grades. And, you know, if they put this one off to the end of the under-21s, I can't ever remember playing under-21 when I was young lad, this late in the year. Like, you know, um, it always felt like we were playing in the summertime. But the way hurling has gone now, it's gone so late in the year. We need to look at huge investment. How, how it's done, I don't know. But we need to look at huge investments where, where access to these clubs are not access to these fields for games are not out of a club's reach. Like you don't have to travel an hour and a half to play a match, you know. But it's it's badly needed. And even if they just start with one. Get one up and running, and and you know get these games, and it's it's something that needs to be done. It's not a it's not a problem for the next year or two. It's or it's not a solution for the next year or two. It's a solution for the next 20, 30 years, forty years. Yeah, I absolutely agree, and you know it is going to be a joined up approach needed. Not only you know is there more playing GA, but we also have our two kind of sister associations with the Camogie and the LGFA is booming in popularity as well. So there's going to be nearly every club is going to need more more space, more facilities and at different times of the year. So like you you are going to see these I suppose like the like the Leopardstown tennis courts on the side of the M fifty are going to see these kind of temporary structures and stuff, the domes mushroom up around the country, I think. And you know, it's about having a as you said, Stephen, that they're not too far away from from anyone and that they are affordable to clubs and they are available. So the football yeah. as well, lads. Oh commercials go level number twenty one. So fourteen or all like rise, yeah, a lot of bigger prizes, but it's a good game though on Sunday. I'd say for Same all the young lads happen. listening to the podcast now, when you mentioned that they're only going level on county titles with feathered, I said that mine must be blown because mine did mine mine was when I first heard the stats. You know, um, you be commercials a relatively new club that they're only catching feathered now, and feathered have been. Out of the loop now, a long time. <laughs> yeah. But no, yeah. If I look, feather to our commercials have they've been fantastic. They're just a juggernaut, and it's they're probably going to hit thirty two titles now in the next ten years. So they hit number thirty two, and it's hard to see where they're going to be stopped. You might get them on an old, probably get them in a small field in Clamell if you're lucky, you know. And uh, that's the place they'll ever be because no team will give them home quarterfinals anymore. They might be better off. They might be better off. The big, the big field in Clamell is safe. <laughs> Because when you play them on a big field, they're going to destroy you. So you're probably better off playing in a 13 side field. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, down to the Zavin Park. <laughs> Be a nice game for you now with your sole ownership. <laughs> we don't play football in the lab. <laughs> What's the draw from Munster with Clamell? How are they shaping the. Jeez, you're under, you're under. I think it's Limerick champions up first. And then Jesus Kerry champions. That's comp- that might be completely wrong now. 
um, to be honest. Uh, look, you know, to kind of summarise the game, it was goal golden game. I think it all hinged uh, Bracken's black card about 14, 15 minutes in. Commercials just ran in two goals, one straight off kickoff, kick out there, like, and, you know, it was just done. It was kind of had a challenge match feel after that. Then commercials were always able to kind of keep the 9, 10, 11 points up. True, you know, Brackens, I think it was a 21-point beating from on the first final they were in, and I think that was about 14 points or so at the weekend. So, you know, it just shows the, the golfing level at times when commercials do turn it on, that you're going to ha- be at your absolute best to beat them. And, you know, Brackens, we talk about them, the sheer relief of getting the hurling win. They probably didn't sit down to look at that match properly till maybe Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. You know, and you're, you're, you're coming off that high, you have to kind of knuckle down a lot of jobs, Mikey Quinn Levin. I don't think he got the man of the match in the end, but he was, geez, he was excellent. You know, kind of because havoc off that off that wing forward, Shawnee O'Connor, couple of goals as well. Like you know, great, great, great to see because he's a great talent. And uh, well, Bracken's missing a lad, Murphy. No, on my on our better players. No, and I broke a finger. N- not sure now, to be honest. Um, was on that. No, selected, but uh. Commercials were missing Jack Kendy, who'd be one of their star men. Mm. But as well, lads, you know, Jesus, like, you know, the, the senior finals maybe a bit of a dance game, but if you want to restore your fate in football, go and watch the last 10 minutes of the Grange Mokler and Aherlow intermediate final. I think it's, it's on Clover there. It was just crazy brilliant. It was great crack. You know, because I was pulling a bit for Grange Mokler because they'd be knocking at the door a bit, like, and you know, they'd uh, they had a penalty, basically, to win the game. A couple of minutes left. Like, you know, keeper saves it. Um, the chance of a rebound. Misses it. Then they had a, I think it was a 45 win it again. Misses it. Doesn't even get close. Concede, you know, Arlo go down the field. Um, Barry Grogan was after tying it up level before that with a real difficult free straight over the black spot. Then again, probably the last, last kick of the game. Barry Grogan, you know, very difficult free to a chance of winning the game and you know never caught it in fairness and I was delighted because you know it means they get a replay but Jesus it was just after, and I think that there was a there was a, a black card in the sending off you know in in that time frame as well Arlo had a man man sent off second yellow so like Jesus it was all it was all it's happening Bedlam for a while looked, looked at back on Twitter he had it's Bedlam there it's just how the scores are going in how lads what's going on like, it's end lads end. on their feet as well it was, and it was yeah you could see lads run to the ball and then half kicking it but that's excitement like you know some lads say the skill wasn't there and that, but geez that was if from mm. either team here you definitely boil out watching that Um, when the penalty was given uh, what was left in the game and was it level at that stage Am I, do I have that correct yeah I think it was level wasn't it and uh, yeah. just about a minute in and, normal time you know, it was level with a penalty and I missed the match. I had to go away the weekend. But I know the goal absolutely makes sure of it. But I can't. you can't help but think with a 14-yard kick, minutes ago, all I aboard. I should say though, Stephen, he was after burying a penalty of five minutes before that to put him two points up. I was right there. I know. And I know what you're saying. Yeah. And I see 14 the, yards kick your point, but, over the yeah. But being great Walker, like, you know, if they just yeah, don't, they don't there, do things the easy way, all right. You know? <laughs> I suppose you yeah, have look, to grasp they, it, don't you? Yeah, they live to fight another day as well. And they'll, um, you know, I, I see the interview with Shane Comfort afterwards, and they're happy to be in the to have another crack at it, and they're confident enough going into it. So, you know, like 
as Sean said, look, the skill set probably wasn't obviously wasn't the same as senior. But if you're going to go to a football match, you want excitement at least. I was down in I was down in Clarny the weekend and I got I got I went I on the Sunday I went into the Clarny to Fisher Stadium to watch um East Kerry and Ratmore and I just wanted to see the Clifford's in action. Uh-huh. And everything I needed to see I saw in twenty minutes and after that then it was you know, like it, it wasn't exciting. So it, it I wouldn't go to the next game if you get me. But if Arlo and Grange Morgan are gonna give us that kind of excitement, like I'd be inclined to go to the next game now because of what happened in the first game. You know, and exactly. There'll be more tune into now. You know, yeah, like absolutely. absolutely. Well. But that holds for hurling as well. Like, you know, Harlan we have up on a pedestal as well. But you know, the way the intercounty game has gone at you know, the kind of basketball mm. scores and all that, like it's something we have to watch. People love a contest. Yeah, and you, you want know, people coming away talking about the game. Is, yeah, maybe that's why the Super Championships has been so successful as well, because you know you're going to get, you know, the, the tight games, kind of, mm-hmm. the you know, the good rivalries kind of coming together and stuff. Yeah, yeah that, that's it, exactly. And people, we want people talking about games. Like, our, our, our group was hopping there after the Grinch Mokler game, you know, with everything, what happened, the drama, and they're only out the road, so all the boys would know who, know the lads that are playing, you know, and... It probably will bring a it probably bring a bigger crowd now to the next game, you know. And uh, I I I watched the trilogy with Clamalog a few years back. Um, the brother was there was three dab men involved at the time, so um we we had we didn't have a football at that state at that time. So our three lads. Never the football team, I'd say. <laughs> and uh, the trilogy, like so, they're involved in absolute classics, you know. And and you'd like to see him get over the line in one of them, you know, like. Our lower 40 miles away from me, so I I wouldn't have much. But you'd like to see Grange Mokley get over the line and get up to the senior where they've been striving to get to for a long, long time now. Absolutely. Look, it's a very um it's a very competitive senior football championship, I think they're heading for as well. Uh the relegation. Our Ar- Ar- survived relegation, if I'm right. This yeah, Aravel Ar- Golden, was it? Yeah, Golden went down, didn't they? Mm-hmm. I yeah, think that's so what I- it, yeah. Uh, oh no, sorry, Golden went down in intermediate. Uh oh no, sorry, Golden stayed up in intermediate. Uh Colin was on spitting over oh, yeah. <laughs> few decisions. But uh yes, Clam will go down. Uh, not uh, is it junior A intermediate or whatever. I'm not even taking the piss saying that. But uh, I think Arrowville stayed up in the the senior. So look, we'll, I think there's another few teams to go down next year as well. So again, it's good probably, you know, in the, the medium term tighten up those structures, more competitive games, more teams kind of playing each other and Commercials, yeah, they're out they're out ahead at the moment, but I think still think it's a tight, tight enough group and in behind them. Yeah, there's not between yeah. that behind even this year. We saw the intermediate, like, no, we be a football club and gave a and you know, lads came together and we weren't miles away in the end, poor second half and the game already cost us. But like other than that, like I do say they're gonna condense down less teams and like you'll find a grade then and they give a competitive game like what we saw there with Grange Walker and Harlow. That's kind of what you want, you know. Exactly, yeah. and while yeah. we're on the football there, before we leave, a congratulations, Marshall's Junior B football team for winning the South final as well. That was a nice one. That now. I stopped, I stopped getting the call. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're screwed when you're retired out of Junior B football. You stop getting the calls. So. <laughs> yeah, no fair and fair play. I couldn't. Um, that was played on a wet night out in the desk. So you know, they got a few. They got a few right lads in. So fair, fair play to them there. Um, another weekend of a lads great to see all the all the scenes from the 
county finals and stuff, all the all the Monday clubs going on around the country. Look, we did have a bit of you know a bit of fracas there with a referee involved again. You know the tempers raging in the in the Leinster Championship, but uh, you know like you know most of, most of the the stories have been great. You know we're seeing teams bridge 20, 40 year gaps and all the rest of it. Fathers and sons nearly playing with each other. Johnny Doyle, I see there forty five years old. So look, it just shows how much the club means. You know whatever the grade, you know it's it's great to see you know joyous scenes when you're if you're winning a junior B or a junior D compared to like a county like it's great for the players involved yeah there's less there's the negative is tiny that's all the only thing I really see negative is that pushing the ref other than that there'd be nothing it's other controversy you know no. for all the finals that have been on like you know another scoreboard malfun- malfunction today in the hearty but lads keep your own score inside like Yes, yeah. we said that a few times on this pod. Keep your own scores. Premier View pod life lessons. Writing on a spare hurley, just bring a pen yeah. and write on the hurley. Some young lads hurry now have yeah. scores on it for a couple of games and he goes to use it. Absolutely. Helping teams and giving teams motivation and helping referees now. We need, we need to start getting commission off this. <laughs> That's next year. We monetize it next year. <laughs> Right, lads, thanks a million. Good luck, Sean. Best of luck at the weekend. Best of luck to the Tories and to the Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.